Hi guys, how are you doing? Happy New Year! We're so excited for 2017, we can't even stand it! Who went to bed after midnight last night? The rest of you were smart and went to bed. Well, welcome to Element City Church. Thanks for worshiping with us and choosing us. Um, every time that we meet, we have guests with us, and so we want to thank the guests for coming with us, and uh, we would love to thank you with a gift that we have. Uh, just right out these doors as you leave, uh, we'd love for you to, to receive the, the gift that we have. Um, and also just want to invite you to join us. We have a new series uh, coming up next week, and uh, tonight we're just going to just have a fun time uh, worshiping and praying and just having a, a, a great day kicking off the first day of 2017. Yes? All right. Also, too, um, this year we are challenging each other um, to read through the New Testament this year. Anybody have done that before? Well, good. It's an opportunity that we get to do that all together. And so we are going to read through the New, um, the New Testament. If you go out to the next steps table, uh, there will be a printout of all how we're going to read in. It starts this week. And uh, just jump in. Um, if you're doing some other reading and stuff, that's fine. But we as a group, uh, are, as a church, we're going to commit together to read through the New Testament. And we're going to have quizzes throughout the year that you get graded on. And then you have your GPA and all that for those that you have to achieve. You know, you have to achieve. Um, but with that's that's one thing, and then tonight um, we are uh, service is going to be a little bit shorter. But we have uh, we're going to all go out to dinner together. Um, we're going to go to the corner of Country Club and Speedway, which is just to your right, my left, and it's Country Club and Speedway. And there's Frescos and La Salsa and Starbucks all right there. And we want you to invite the people next to you or new people that you uh, have seen um, at church, and just we're all going to be there and just kind of bringing in the new year with some community and some food. Food is the optimal right there. Community is good too, but food is even better. Um, just go ahead and greet each other real quick, and then I'm going to pray. Just greet each other and say Happy New Year. Greet them with a holy kiss. Just joking. That's only if you have a cute somebody next to you, spouse. Phil, come over here. Now that you've greeted each other with a holy kiss and a pat on the back to be safe, um, Jack's going to talk about the card that you came in about one life. This year, we're all about inviting people to a life-giving life relationship with Jesus. And so tonight, we're going to start the new year off with a prayer. We're going to start tonight off just asking God to come and disturb us in our in our lives. And some of us have had difficulty in 2016. It was a hard year or there was things that didn't work out well or didn't meet our goals or expectations. But we're just going to lay it down right now, starting the first day of the year uh, with worship and prayer, saying, God, we're yours. Jesus, come in, infiltrate us, move us and shape us, bend us or break us, no matter what that is, so that we can just do his will and that we can make a, a huge impact. So let's just pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you that you're the Savior and the Lord and the creator of this universe. Lord, thank you that you died on the cross for us so that we get to live out your plan and we get to be your active agents. We get to be your people that get to show your light in this world. And Lord, show us as we live and live out in our families, in our workplace, and, and everywhere we go, Lord, that we will just find ways to serve each other 
in our community and outside, in our city, in our workplaces, in our families. And Lord, we just ask you to come in power and in might and in your glory to our worship times and through our community here in 2017. Lord, that we will reflect you with your love, your grace, and the purposes that you have for each one of us.
let's start this night off right. Let's sing this declaration over our lives over this year. So shine your light, let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light.
everlasting word. Jesus our God. Beyond the skies. Beyond the skies above. Love reaching out for us. The everlasting word. Jesus our God. Oh, we look to the sun. Yeah, we look to the sun. Oh, we look to the sun. could be seated. You know, as um, Pastor Brian and uh, us and the worship team were thinking about this night, January 1st, the very first Sunday in the new year, um, it's an exciting time. It's kind of like a eye-opening, kind of a fresh start, kind of a, an opportunity for us to lean into some things. And as a church, we wanted to take a moment here in January to kind of look at some of the, the main priorities. Maybe you think of how many of you made maybe resolutions, kind of New Year's resolutions. You got some in your own mind. Maybe you didn't write them down so you don't feel guilty when you, you know, break them January 12th or something. But uh, there's something about the new year, about leaning into the things that matter most. And so we want to spend January kind of looking at the things that matter most to us as a church the things that we believe Jesus is calling us to. But tonight, we wanted to set aside time just to kind of pray and worship. And so if you're new, uh, welcome to Element City Church. We're so honored to have you here. I know it takes guts coming to a new place. And I know tonight, uh, and maybe if you're brand new to church, it may feel a little different because we're not just doing worship for a little bit and then there's a talking guy that teaches out of the Bible, but then we're going to actually pray and it may stretch you a little bit, and, and that's okay. Uh, so I'm just going to give you permission to stretch yourself because it's January 1st. You could do it, okay? So of all days, this is a day to stretch yourself. Now, you're not going to have to pray out loud with anyone else, but we want to set it sometime aside tonight to kind of lean in to the priorities that matter most to God. Maybe some things that are going on in your life. So some things from a global perspective and a city perspective all the way down to things that maybe you're struggling with or people that you know that you care about that they're struggling with. And we want to spend some time praying for them. We're going to worship in between and kind of go back and forth between that. So that's kind of what's coming for the next few minutes together. And I want to let you know that. Now, when we think about the new year, people think about the hope that we have One of the most famous passages that people go to oftentimes is Jeremiah chapter 29. And in Jeremiah chapter 29, there's these verses that a lot of people use, maybe you've seen them on a coffee mug even, where where God says, "I, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. 
And some people claim that as a promise, as a bumper sticker for their life, and that's okay. In context, literally, God is saying things to the people of Israel. And do you want to know where they're at? They're not in their homeland. They've actually been captured and taken into captivity in Babylon. So we did a series called Thrive last fall, all about the time of God's people in in the land of Babylon and, and how Daniel kind of thrived in that culture. And I think if we're honest, we look around our culture and we go, okay, things aren't quite necessarily what we'd want them to be. Maybe we would change some things if we could, if we had that kind of power. If we had that kind of authority, we, we'd lay out some different challenges, lay out some different things. And what we want to lean into is what's interesting is just a few verses before that. If you just back up from your Bible a little bit, there's some interesting words. Here's what God says to the people who are not in their homeland, who are kind of captive in a place that's different than what they would maybe necessarily choose or want. Maybe challenging is a, a culture backdrop of what they're against. And he goes on, he says, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says to you who are carried into exile. You build houses, you settle down, you plant gardens and eat what they produce. You marry and have children. You increase in number. Then verse 7 says this. Also, seek the peace and the prosperity of the city in which you're carried into. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you also will prosper. This is what the Lord Almighty says. To pray for your city. You know, part of our passion as a church is not just inviting people into a life-giving, life-changing relationship with Jesus. That matters the most to us. But at the same time, we want to be a church that doesn't just gather as a church, but actually scatters to be the church. We want to be a church that actually brings a blessing to the city. We want to be a church, a, a gathering of people who say, hey, we actually care. And, and we want to see God's hope in the heart of our city because people need hope. And so as we started in 2017, here's the invitation to you. Well, I want us to take about three, four minutes right where you're at. And maybe you do this on your own. Maybe not. Maybe this is kind of new for you. And I'm just going to invite you right where you're at in your seat, kind of carve out some space, kind of get into a zone for yourself and just you and God. Maybe you've been walking with God for a long time. Maybe you're trying to get this whole God thing figured out. Wherever you are on that journey, that's okay. I believe the scriptures speak that God wants to hear from his people, that God actually knows your name and he really does love you. And that his ear is attentive to the people who call out to him. And so I'd love for us as a church, not just to say that we want God's best for our city and for our world, but to actually practice it, to actually do it. So here's the invitation, real simply, um, we want to spend some time praying for our city and for our world, okay? So here's what that might look like in the two, three minutes that you got. For our city, uh, there's obviously different um, domains, different levels, different influences, different uh, sectors, if you will, uh, of our city. I think of healthcare might be a big one. Maybe that's something that is tender to your heart, uh, sensitive to you. Maybe it's government. And just how we govern, how we make laws that help people or move our economy forward. Maybe it's the economy itself. God's blessed our city the last few months with some new industries coming in, new jobs. That's good. We need that to happen more because that's actually a blessing to help people. 
And so maybe it's education is dear to your heart. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe uh, you've uh, had a teacher impact you in life. Maybe you want to spend some time praying for the education sector of our city. Maybe it's judicial and you understand some of the ways things are happening or not happening and some of the, the cracks that maybe foster kids fall through or, or just people who are disadvantaged and, and have kind of the law stacked against them in a way. Maybe it's you just want to pray a blessing over our city. However you want to do that, I'm going to give you a couple minutes to do that. Maybe for our world, I'll let you kind of have a stab at that. I will remind you, we have missionaries, uh, Tyler and Megan Goodwillie, who are in Greece right now working with refugees. And so maybe you want to lift up a prayer for Tyler and Megan. Maybe you want to pray for the church we helped start and the Compassion Children's Center there in Ecuador. Maybe you want to take a moment to pray for them. But let's take a couple minutes. Music's going to keep playing. I'm going to stop talking and just invite you to pray and for us to practice this, to do what it says, to pray for God's best for our city, for our world. Pick a section, pick a thing, pick a couple, and let's spend a couple minutes praying for that, okay? If you've been praying for something for our city, maybe switch to pray for something for our world or vice versa. Take a minute to do that. Father, collectively, we lift these prayers to you. I know in and of ourselves, we may feel like it doesn't do a whole lot, but we know from Scripture that prayer moves your heart so that 
you're freed up to do the hefty lifting, the heavy lifting that we could never do. That prayer becomes fuel to see your kingdom move forward in our city and in our world. You tell us if your people will humble themselves, seek you, that you will be found, that your ear is attentive, your eye searches for those who pray, that the prayers of the righteous is powerful and effective. So Father, the best we know how, that's what we're leaning into tonight. Collectively as a whole community, we want to aim our prayers for your good, for your best, for this city that you love. God, it's complicated. There's so many things. We ask for your movement and your activity among our education system, from teachers to students to administration. God, would you have your way with with the laws that govern our land? God, would your influence be in and upon the judicial system that's in place and how we govern? God, we pray for your economic blessing upon our city. We're knowing that the ripple effect that that causes and the impact it can have for people is such a good thing. God, there's people that can take that in different ways. We Protect us from that. Father, we pray for your best for this city and for this world, for those who govern all across this world. Father, would you give them wisdom beyond their experience, beyond their know-how, to lead well, Father, would you protect the innocent? Would you provide for those in need? Father, we pray for your churches across our city. There's over a million plus people who don't understand your love for them, who maybe have never had that cross their path. I pray that you would raise up your church, not just this one, but your church across our city that so many of the practical needs that could be met and impacted and lives changed could be met in and through your church. Would you help us to do our little slice of the kingdom work? And would you help your church across our city step up and to be a part of bringing your hope to the heart of the city and to the hearts of the people that call it home? We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. As we continue uh, every week, we take a moment to, to offer communion. And um, really what that means, if you're kind of new to church, is it's remembering uh, the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus that, that he really did come and that he gave his body, shed his blood for the forgiveness of sins for those who would trust in him. And so every week we kind of set some time aside for people to partake of that, to maybe take that cracker and remember that it was his blood given or his body broken for you, to drink the juice, remembering that it was his blood spilt that paid the price and made it right for us to have life with God through faith in what Jesus did, not what we do. And so as we continue in the service, uh, there's communion stations, two in the back, two down front, gluten-free crackers down here, and you're welcome to partake in that. If you don't want to, that's fine. Just sit there, and I just invite you to kind of keep in the spirit of prayer. 
We're going to lean into a couple other worship songs here, invite you to sing and to worship and let your heart grow in fondness for who God is. That's why we worship, not just to sound cool, but to put our hearts and our focus on who God is and what he wants to do in our lives. And then we'll continue with a little more prayer here in a few moments. So let's take communion together. I'll just continue in a moment of prayer, praying for our city, for our world.
Suffering. 
this moment as we just continue to worship. I just invite you to take a moment and think about those words that we sang. Spirit, lead me when my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters, wherever you would call me. And so maybe uh, just as we enter in this new year, we could take this moment just to reflect, God, what is it that you want me to do? What calling have you placed in my life? Maybe it's, God, how do you want me to, to experience you tonight? What is it that you're saying? Maybe speaking to you about your identity in him. Maybe speaking to you about something in your life financially or something to do with your schooling, something to do with your job, your sphere of influence, the people in your lives. What is it God's calling you to do? Maybe just take a moment and just reflect and give that to him right now. Just say, Jesus, whatever you want from me, open my heart to, to be willing to follow after you, whatever the cost. just see that these songs of surrender we sing because that's what's in our hearts, Lord, that we want to, to give all that we have for your kingdom, for your glory, for your purposes. And so these two songs, as we just sang, God, would they not be just words, but could they be uh, prayers that we pray to you, commitments to say you can have it all, Lord, everything that I have, everything uh, that belongs to me in this life, it's from you anyway. And so help me to use those things for your glory good, uh, to be a light uh, to those who are around me in the darkness. So Jesus, would you just continue to move in this time? Would you open our hearts uh, to hear you tonight, uh, however it is that you're speaking to us? And we know you are. We know you are. So would you just have your way in this time? Pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Go and take a seat. We're told that the early church um, devoted themselves to, to prayer, devoted themselves to the studying of the scriptures, the apostles' teaching, to, to breaking bread together, which we're going to do a little bit later, so we invite you out to eat together, and to the communion table to remember and anchor ourselves again to Christ, always, only. One of the the deep passions of the early church, which I, I think needs to be a deep passion of every generation of church, is that we're only really ever one generation away from extinction as followers of Jesus. And Jesus said to his followers one day, you, you're going to go and become fishers of men. You're going to make disciples. We're going to look more at that next week as we get back to kind of the main thing and the basic principles of, of what church matters and, and what we do but I want us to spend a little bit of time praying. Uh, you were given a card when you came in, a little black card that has the hashtag one life, and the reality of the card is it's a reminder to us. You got one life. Look at your neighbor, tell them, you only got one life. So it's a reminder to us that we all have a shelf life to us. 
I did a couple funerals last week. And it's just every time, it's a constant reminder that we got one life. And so what we do matters with that. And on the back, it's blank. For a reason, for a purpose of which you'll know right now. That this year, 2017, here's the invitation to you. As a church, we are always about inviting people to experience the life we found in Jesus. To, to taste and see, to come and see, that, that maybe that would be true for them as well. And that's not a program, that's not, uh, there's not a philosophy behind that of like ABC, it's just the reality of when someone's life has been changed, you want to share that. And so the invitation to you here on January 1st of 2017 is to take this card, whether you have a pen right now or not, and to think about two or three people that you'd like to pray for this year, that you'd like to see them take some steps toward Jesus, whatever that may look like for them, that you just know from where they are right now what you've experienced in Christ, if you're a follower of Christ, it's changing you. And you'd like to see these two or three people take some steps toward Jesus and at least be open to what he might want to do in their lives. We're going to look later this spring at the book of Colossians and kind of walk through it together. One of the verses there talks about this. It says this, devote yourselves to prayer. Be watchful and thankful. And pray for us, Paul's writing. Pray for us because they're in chains right then. Pray that God may open the door for our message, that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, of Jesus, that we may proclaim. A proclamation is something that's sent out. It's not just something that's written down that maybe people hear about. It's something people talk about as well. I know a lot of followers of Jesus say, well, I want people to know I'm a follower of Jesus by the way I act. Well, good. But you also have a mouth, so use your words. So it's, it's both and. It's, it's how we live, but it's also what we talk about, too. And so maybe the question for you right now is just, okay, God, who are the two or three people that you're kind of laying on, on your heart this year for 2017? If you have a pen, you can write their names down. Stick it in your wallet. Stick it in your purse. Stick it in your pocket. Take it with you. Carry it around. Stick it up in your mirror so you see it in the morning. And just pray that God that his activity, he's already active in their life, that they would just simply become aware of the reality of the God of the universe who knows their name and who loves them and who's pursuing to have a relationship with them through his son, Jesus. So think about two or three names right now. Close your eyes, just kind of think, okay, who are those two or three people that are in your neck of the woods that cross your path, that God has put in the scope of your influence in your life? And now take 60 seconds and pray for each of them by name. And just ask for God's activity to be noticed, seen, that they would take some steps toward Jesus this year.
God, you're so awesome. <laughs> You've got the greatest gift ever. What we celebrated at Christmas, the gift of your son, Jesus, and that in and through him, we can have life with you. And God, for many in this room, it has changed us. No longer trying to, to create a life with you by based on what we try to do or how good we are, but simply because of his life and his death and his resurrection, all our eggs are in the Jesus basket and we're grateful. And it's changing how we live. We don't walk alone anymore. We walk with the creator of the heavens and the earth every Monday and every Tuesday and every Wednesday and every day of the week. We are never alone. It changes how we see the world. It changes how we interact with people. We're never unloved. We're never unnoticed. We're never abandoned. We're never left behind. We are with you, and you are with us. And Father, we want to be a people that just take the, the life change that you've done in our lives and, and turn around and let other people see a glimpse of it. And so these names that we've offered up tonight, God, you already know them. You're already active in their life. I, I pray for just an awakening awareness of your presence in their life. God, I, I pray that you would create opportunities of conversations that things they see on TV or, or things they see in a billboard or things they see in a restaurant, just conversations they even eavesdrop into would just spark this reality of God, of you. That the, Everywhere they go, they just couldn't get away from the fact that you actually keep coming up in conversation and, and that you would create a, a spiritual curiosity, a longing in their heart to come home to life with you. And at the same time, would you create divine appointments for us as people as we invest in a relationship with them because you love them, we love them. And in how we love, may you just help us be able to express and talk about you. Not a weird way, but just a normal, natural way. We pray as a church and as individuals, these names, these names are important to you. Would this be a year in 2017 where they take steps toward Jesus? And may we celebrate that. We ask that in his precious name. Amen. Last section of prayer here. We want to invite you to, to pray for others, to the Bible tells us to pray for one another. And so we figured, well, we should probably just practice a Bible verse. Let's actually do that. And so maybe as you hear that, you're an introvert, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk. Um, that's fine. You'll be super spiritual. Just bow your head in a minute, and you'll start, and you'll just pray you and God. Um, but if you're comfortable enough, here's what I'd like to actually have you do, is maybe you're sitting around someone. Maybe you need to move a few chairs closer. That's okay. Um, we have free mints, by the way, that can always help your breath. So, um, But as you move closer, 
as you pray with them, actually pray for them. I don't know if you've ever had someone pray for you. It's really cool. And it's this invitation we're given in the scriptures to do this. And so here's what it's going to look like. In a moment, I'm going to invite you just to pray for one another. And all that is is you're going to say, hey, how can I pray for you? And that person's going to share maybe one or two things, and then you pray for them. And then I'm going to say switch, and you share one or two things, and then that person prays for you. Now, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then here's your invitation in, in about 30 seconds to just bow your head and look super spiritual, okay? And you're just going to be like, okay, I'm going to Jesus. Um, and you, your job then is to pray for two or three people that are in your life, okay, that matter to you and that you know could use some prayer right now. And so you just bow your head. This is your five-second warning. You're going to bow your head, and you're just going to pray for those two or three people as other people are praying for one another, okay? So five, four, three, two, one, super spiritual people you're praying, and the rest of you maybe turn to someone around you and say, hey, how can I pray for you? Real simply. Just take 60 seconds, pray for them, and then I'll tell us to switch, and we'll do that. And then we're going to sing one closing song. Ask them how you can pray for them. Share that a little bit. And then go ahead and pray. All right, you could switch, share what you'd like to be prayed for, and then go ahead and pray for them. If you're praying alone, just switch to a different person. Pray for them now. Father, collectively together, we lift these requests to you. Thank you that you gave us the gift of prayer that we could pray for one another. So would you allow your activity, your grace to be unleashed in these lives that we've lifted up, prayed for one another. 
Would you let your grace be put upon those situations, those circumstances, and have your way. Your will be done. And we ask that in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Now, I'm going to have you stand right where you're at. We're going to close with a final song that we actually use for our entire Christmas series called Let There Be Light. I want to thank you for participating in this. Brian's going to close us after this song and just a few quick announcements and let you know logistics of the restaurant and where we're going and type thing. But that song, Let There Be Light, is based out of, out of a passage here in Luke that Jesus actually gets from an Old Testament book because he goes to a synagogue one day and he opens this scroll, right, and he reads from it, words that were written hundreds of years before he ever showed up. And these are the words that he writes. He says, the, or that he reads, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news for the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, that God's favor is at hand. Now, the passage continues in the Old Testament, but that's where Jesus stopped. And he rolled up the scroll and he sat down, and all the eyes of the synagogue were on him. And he said, Today, these words have been fulfilled in your hearing. And there, in that moment, the gospel of Jesus was released in a moment that said the message, the movement of who Jesus is, his life, his death, his resurrection, everything he was about was to set prisoners free, to bring sight to the blind, to let there be light to a people that were wandering in darkness. Friends, the invitation for the church today, our church, the church, is to herald and proclaim that same message in a way that our world sees it and hears it, can receive it, and can respond to it. So these next few weeks together, we're going to dive into why we exist as a church, the calling God has for us as a church family and what we're about. But as we sing this song, let this be a declaration. Let this be something that you let your heart lean into to echo the words of Jesus, that the gospel is available to any and to all and to each and to every one. Let's sing together. darkness in your eyes There's no question in your mind God Almighty
Shit. 
darkness in your way so have your way Lord have your way Let 2017 be a complete reflection of you through our lives. Us taking light into the darkness. Lord, so many of us have had so much light absorbed that we are holding it hostage. Lord, let us let that light go this year. Let that light just shine in places that are uncomfortable, places that may require some, some, some courage, some boldness to show your gospel and your light. Lord, give us the boldness to preach your gospel, to live out your gospel, to live you out in reflection in our life. Lord, you have given us light, your light, so that we can reflect you in every situation, in every situation. And Lord, give us the courage and your power and your might and everything that you are that we possess to reflect you. God, we can't stand here in 2018 and say we're still in the same spot. Lord, call us, pull us, disturb us, move us from where we are to where you want us to be. Lord, we're your children. Direct us and show us what you have in store for us. Lord, so often not we chase after you, but Lord, you are constantly knocking on our hearts and our minds to show us and direct us where we need to go. Lord, let us leave tonight in an attitude of surrender, in an attitude of knowing that you are God and that you have everything planned out in front of us. It may not be comfortable, it may not be easy, but you know that we're following the light of Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said, amen. We are plan A for God. Isn't that cool? Some of you are like, that's not cool. But hope 2017 will bring you hope and a passion for Jesus, taking next steps towards him that you have never experienced before. That's my prayer for you, is that you will experience Jesus in a, in a more powerful way than you have ever had. We're going to have some community tonight. Um, we're meeting at Country Club and Speedway at Fres La Fresca's and La Salsa's. La Salsa's. There's multiple salsas. I guess you can put a plural there. 
or at Starbucks. And so um, if you want more information about next steps, go to the table outside. Um, we're doing the Bible reading. When my, my relationship deepens with Christ and deepens with others is when I spend time reading God's Word. Um, and I, you're like, you're a pastor, you have to say that. No, that's true. So join us in uh, version. You can get the paper outside. Please join us. And don't, don't feel like you're going to fail already. Get there and just start reading. If you miss a day, start reading. It doesn't matter. We're not getting graded. Some of you want grades, but I'm not giving them to you. Um, let's just have a great year. Let's come back, and uh, we'll start worshiping next week, and uh, we'll just have a glorious time. And so, so many of you have donated going into this end of this year, or last year, um, and you've partnered with us financially to let us do ministry, to to do the feedings, to, to, to rent this space, to do all that kind of stuff. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for doing that. And if you haven't done that, I encourage you to take a next step in that. Um, to, if you've been calling Elements Home, I encourage you to give. You can do that in the boxes in the back or online. And because uh, it takes real money to do real ministry. And we do real ministry here because we're moving people closer to Jesus every next steps. And we're inviting people. Your little cards, commit to that. That's huge. Because the prayers of many, prayers of few bring many. And so let's just have a great 2017, right? Thank you for those who cheered. For those of you, let's just have a 2017 surrendering to who God is, and let's see what he can do through you and Element City Church in our community, okay? And I'll, we're going to say hallelujah, because I'm done talking. Um, we're going to say hallelujah on three, and that's how we're going to end tonight. And so if you need stuff, the, the table, um, your gift if you're new here, or if you just go towards Country Club and Speedway, and we'll have dinner together, and just have a great time talking with each other. Ready? One, two, three. One more time. One, two, three. All right, you guys have a great 2017.